Welcome back to Conversations with Ipswich School, the podcast where we speak with people in the school and those who've already left to find out what life is really like there. In this episode, Saskia Jordan speaks to current sixth former, Charles, and former student and head boy, Luke Talkington. In this three-way conversation, they all discuss the highlights and life lessons learned from CCF, the most treasured moments from the boys' time at the school, and they both reminisce on their hilariously embarrassing moments from their time at school. But we also find out what they might say to their younger selves, so stick around to see what that might be. But in the meantime, come with me while Saskia Jordan introduces our two guests for this episode. So hello and welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School. Today we're talking to former student Luke Tolkington and current sixth former Charles. So Luke, a former head boy at Ipswich School, your teachers say that you were a leader from the get-go and always a team player. You're a good student, sporty and lots of fun, an excellent role model. And we hear that you're doing really well now as an officer with the Royal Anglian Regiment. Luke, welcome. Hi Saskia, hi Charlie. Hello. So Luke, um, can you fill us in on what you did post-school? Well, firstly, just they were very nice words. They made me, uh, yeah, made me blush a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, finished school. I went to university in uh, Birmingham, uh, and I studied shock war studies um, for for three years um, before taking a gap year whilst applying to to join the army. Um, so I went travelling to all the stereotypical gap year places, um, and then I worked in Tesco for a couple of months stacking shelves, and then. Um, join the army. Fantastic, thank you. Charles, currently in year 13, your teachers say Charles is a senior prefect and has been thoughtful, sensitive and really positive throughout his tenure. More broadly, he's well respected by his peers. He's an excellent sergeant in the army section of the CCF. Charles, hi. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) So tell us more about being in the final year of school and getting ready for the next stage. Yeah, obviously this year's not been normal for any of us, Um, especially my year. We've had a lot of challenges to overcome. Um, I think with the whole, all of our exams being cancelled and stuff, we've just had a lot of confusion. But I think in these closing few weeks, we've all sort of come together for like the last time. And I think we're all going to go out with a bang. Yeah, this year's just been very different. Like just everything's changed, not being able to be as free in school, not like having the normal walking to classrooms and like normal break times, normal lunch, normal sport. But um, I think it's been as good as it can be. The school have been great with us. Um, They've really nurtured us through the year and made sure we all feel positive and are all like in a positive mindset throughout the whole year. So yeah, it has been a good school year. So do you think it makes you more adaptable, more resilient? Do you just have to get on with things? Yeah, I think um, we've all learned so much about um, looking after each other, looking after our environment, and just sort of learning to adapt to unexpected things Um, because none of us were prepared for this. None of us had ever been through something like this before. Um, And I think we were able to learn a bit from the previous year 13s who sort of got the, the starters of covid and then we've sort of taken it on and um, just as challenges have been thrown at us, we've been able to get over them. Yeah. So, Luke, has that been the same in the army or is it, has it been business as usual? No, yeah, we've, we've definitely had to adapt. You know, we're an organisation which is people focused and with COVID, everyone knows with social distancing, it becomes very hard to do that. Uh, so we've had to adapt. We've had to adopt um, virtual training. But I mean, we've been very fortunate that we've been proactive and we've supported what is known as Op Rescript, the COVID support. Um, so 
I, I yeah, I was involved as as my regiment has been involved with the XL Centre Project Nightingale in in London, helping to build that that hospital, uh, and then also earlier this year supporting hospitals in London by just doing general duties and stuff. So we've been able to play an active role in trying to support the country, um, which has actually been incredibly rewarding, bearing in mind that everyone's had very frustrating and, and a tough year. Oh, well done. That's that's fascinating. So how long did that take, helping to build Project uh, Project Nightingale? Uh, not long. So we were only, I think we were only there for about a couple of weeks. I'm very fortunate the guys that I work with are in, get incredibly competitive. <laughs> we had these civilian contractors come up to us thinking it would take a couple of days to get things done. Um, yeah. You know, my, my soldiers were like, well, we'll get this done in 45 minutes, which is which is what they did. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, we were only there a couple of weeks and it was, um, yeah, it was an incredible thing to be part of and to see happening. When did you consider joining the military and did the CCF influence you in making that decision? I, it definitely did. It definitely did. I think I was pretty unique. I'm a bit of a weirdo, so I, I have a fascination with military history from an early age. Uh, and I think I sort of liked the idea of joining the army when I was 13, even before joining CCF. But what CCF did is it, it sort of just prepared me or let me, it introduced me to, to the military. And I was like, I actually quite like this. And then I obviously then took it as a serious a consideration to do as a career. And what about you, Charlie, Charles? What were your highlights of being involved with CCF? Yeah, I think... Before you join the CCF, people like Mr. Ross and Mr. Rackham, no one really knows. And then when you join, I think they have su- they've had such an impact on like how my school career has gone. Um, CCF is sort of an opportunity to escape and do things that no one really normally does, like going to a rifle range or going on field days and overnighters and then camp in the summer. Um, and it just opens so many opportunities for like co-curriculum so like we've done I've done so much of the CCF that I don't think many students would imagine they could ever do in school and then again yeah Mr Ross and Mr Rackham have just been brilliant in like teaching us new life skills and stuff so I think it's been a huge impact on my school career Um, I definitely won't take it for granted. And what skills in particular do you think you'll you'll treasure the most? General like survival skills stuff like that I think learning to march probably won't stick with me for long. But then just like putting up tents and stuff, even like basic stuff like that is always going to be useful at some point. Can you give me a top survival tip to take away? Don't share a tent with too many boys because it's not, <laughs> okay. it's not ideal. <laughs> Luke, what about you? What what were your highlights that you learned from CTA? Yeah, like, I mean, like Charlie said, it's, it's a great way of getting away from the classroom and just doing something completely different you know running running around playing soldiers or whatever I mean as kids growing up you used to run around with you know toys or have toys and um, and then when you're at school you get to kind of get to get to do it like that anyway but yeah definitely what try getting away on summer camps you learn a huge amount about yourself as well because you do get put in really different situations and experiences which aren't part of everyday school life and it is really really good and yeah Mr Rackham and Mr Ross they're not bad (laughs) not bad (laughs) so so Luke do you think it's the the trips away that that have helped you become the person you are now yeah for sure my my time at school was I I was incredibly fortunate getting away doing summer camps and it, it is something which is completely different to your you know normal day or people people experience at school 
and being able to test yourself in a very kind of well supported network of people and it allows you to make mistakes which i think is incredibly important because you learn from your mistakes and it does give you confidence to try and challenge and push yourself further that's great advice um and probably transfers across most things actually that it's only through making a few mistakes that you learn how to get better charlie what do you think about that yeah definitely i mean stuff like the summer camps you learn so much and like just like learning to adapt and stuff and being faced with new challenges you learn so much to take forward with you after school um so yeah i fully agree with what luke said um yeah they're brilliant um, and I probably shouldn't say this, but um, I've never understood the marching either. Luke, can you defend it for us? Yeah, I mean, Mr. Cliff does a great job with it. Does he? Yeah, he, he loves it. He's passionate about it. And it's not bad. Once you get the hang of it, it's good. You know, learning to march well um, allowed, like, I was um, part of the group who marched through town on the Remembrance Day a few years ago, which was uh, it's quite special to be a part of. But um, I think a lot of people don't see it as an exciting opportunity when they realise they're doing it for two and a half hours on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. It has its place and it definitely is important, um, especially during training. It, it you know It's used as a means of introducing discipline and responding to, to orders. And it, it plays its part in, like, like Charlie was saying, when you do marches through towns and stuff, it's an opportunity for the army to, to interact with the wider community. If we didn't do you know drill or didn't do drill well, the public would think we weren't a professional organisation, which is definitely what, what we are or try to be. Um, so, yeah, it does does play its part. Yeah, so when you put it like that, it, it makes complete sense because it feels so important to the public to mark these occasions. And it would look awful if you were like a sort of ragtag, everyone going different ways. And so, right, I'm a convert. <laughs> uh, well done, Mr Cliff, for making... <laughs> for getting your uh, your team into marching order. What are the pressure points to be aware of if you're in the CCF and uh, juggling sort of busy last years at school? I wouldn't say there's many pressure points with it. I mean, going through exams and stuff this year, Mr Ross and Mr Rackham, like, they were like, don't worry if you can't come, you know, don't prioritise doing your outside, like, outside of the classroom activities, you know, make sure you're doing well. And focusing on your academics because that at the end of the day is the most important part of school is making sure you're getting through your exams to the best of your ability but um yeah i wouldn't really say there's many pressure points i think mr Ro- like it's they're so understanding with like if you've got commitments to other things um especially like in the classroom so yeah i from my point of view i don't think there's any pressure points that come from ccf i think it was an outlet it was an opportunity to get away from the books and do something like, like we were saying earlier, just do something outside, which I think is incredibly healthy. Yeah, being part of the school, they get it. They just get it and they understand part part of the how great the school is and all the pupils there is we most people want to do well. Um, so they understand that they want to achieve you know, well in their exams going forward or get a place at university or, or not get a place at university and, and do other things. We want to be successful people and motivated. And yeah, Mr. Rack and Mr. Ross, they completely get that as do the wider school and they support you however best going forward. So when we say in study skills, uh, it's really important to get out and get some exercise and that will actually help you study. You're saying CCF absolutely helps with that? Fun- yeah, fundamentally, 100%. So it really does work. Thank you very much. Back to school days. Luke, what memories will you do you treasure most? <laughs> I think 
yeah, I, I absolutely loved playing rugby at school. Uh, I absolutely loved it. It taught me a huge amount. Love love playing rugby. I think drama as well at, at school. It's played a big part in developing me as a person, developing my confidence, my ability to to speak in front of people, which is, you know, been crucial in my job and my experiences I've had since leaving school. I think drama is a, a really really great part of the of the curriculum or an opportunity at school. Um, but yeah, those those two things are I I owe a lot to along with CCF but yeah rugby and drama yeah it's, it's a fantastic combination and Charles what about you what will you treasure most I think there's a lot I will take away I mean yeah as Luke said rugby's been a big part of my or sport in general has been a big part of my school career I think the last season of rugby I played was probably my favorite um, and obviously I was in sixth form then so it's the one I will probably treasure um, and then stuff like house dinners are so like I think I'm quite a social person. I think stuff like that, we all enjoy so much. Um, and it's great that things like that are put on by the school because we all remember those evenings, you know, getting dressed up, being with your mates. Um, and it's what, like, brings our year together. So, yeah, stuff like that. And then I think the probably the classes where I've really sort of been at, like, sort of felt myself excel a bit, so, like, my history lessons and geography lessons, like, I've gotten so well with the teachers and stuff. So, yeah, I think stuff like that, so sort of rugby and then, like, certain lessons and then just the social events, the social side of school has been such a... played such a big role in my year. Yeah, I hear about houses coming up all the time, um, the competitions, the dinners, both of you now. Uh, I'm getting on to the silly questions. Embarrassing moments or, or things you'd rather forget at school? Do you have any of those? Uh, I've probably tried... To, I've probably vanish them from my mind uh because they probably are i hate embarrassing things uh they make me cringe so much there's probably loads yeah and everyone said <laughs> this uh the the best i've got so far is is a wasps thing <laughs> so do you have any charles i mean right now isn't great i mean luke you can't see but we're doing gender swap as our leavers theme today so i'm fully dressed in a girl's uniform um, and the walk up here was bad enough. You in high heels? Um, uh, no, I'm not, but I'm in a very short dress and tights. <laughs> With fantastic plaits. Yeah, uh, so that's, yeah, this isn't, right now is pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know what I'd say was embarrassing. I mean, breaking both my collarbones in a rugby season probably wasn't, that's pretty silly. Oh. That was just embarrassing. I'm just weak bones. I mean, I do. That oh. does remind me. There was a particular rugby injury I suffered from, which I won't bring up. Which everyone who was in my school year will probably remember. And I won't. I won't say any more. <laughs> I was on crutches, but um, yeah. I was. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I won't say on here, but I think that was a particularly embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so rugby injuries, but we'll that people people who know will know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about favourite places to hang out? I mean, the sixth form centre is brilliant. Mm. Um, that's such a social hub for us. Um, you know, it's where you can find your whole year group at break times and stuff. Um, I'll have lots of great memories from there. The field as well in the summer. Uh, it's almost like you're not in school when the sun's out. Everyone's on the field. Yeah, and that's like another social commune. Everyone goes and sits down, which is nice. And then I think. Probably like the rugby field and stuff and like the sports or when you're all at, like in your teams, everyone's like working with each other. Um, again, like it brings everyone together. So I'd say, yeah, like the social hubs, like the sixth from centre in the field and then on the sports pitches as well. Was that same for you, Luke? 
Yeah, the, the sixth form sensor is great. It really is. I think you start feeling a, a bit more like a, a young adult, although I still feel like a grown-up kid. And it's an, an opportunity to catch up with people, work. It's a really nice environment, I think, and it, it gets the balance really well between socialising, you know, dealing with any stress that you've got with exams, trying to get into university, uh, but also working hard and, you know, having a, a tea or a coffee in the kitchen. It is really, really nice. And then obviously, yeah, playing football out on the field, stealing the year sevens football and then running around with it. Yeah, that was a, that's always good as well. It's a classic. Um, so both of you, what would you say to your younger selves? So Luke, I'm thinking, what would you say to you as a sixth former? And Charles, what would you say to you as maybe an 11 year old joining the school? Uh, just to chill out. We always put so much pressure on ourselves to, to do stuff and go to a university and you know, get a certain job. And it is incredibly important, you know, still to do that. But it, it's all, life is always going to fall into place. You're always, things are always meant to happen. I'm a great believer in that. Um, and just to try and enjoy all the experiences that you do have as a, you know, someone leaving school and going to university or going on a gap year or starting a job, you, you won't be able to experience that again. Um, and you have great freedom to do stuff, try new things. and yeah, I think anyone who's going into sixth form about to leave school is to enjoy that. Now I'm old and 26 years old. Yeah, I, I wish, yeah, just going back, you know, six to eight years, I'd love to do all that again. I really would. Great advice. Charles, what about you? Yeah, like Luke said, I just tell myself, just embrace as much as you can, you know. Um, I think the general opinion in my year now is that suddenly all coming to an end quite suddenly and we haven't really realized until now so yeah i just tell my younger self embrace as much as you can throw yourself at the opportunities you're given you know do as much as you can and yeah don't like let things like exams get in the way of you enjoying your school life because if you push yourself and and work hard then you you'll be all right so um yeah just throw yourself at every opportunity the school gives you because they offer you so much that you can take with you into the rest of your life that's excellent advice. It's been fantastic talking to both of you. Um, it's been really positive. I feel like you've given me lots of energy to, to kickstart my day. Thank you so much. Uh, so goodbye to Luke and goodbye to Charles. Thanks, Saskia. Nice meeting you, Charlie. Yeah, and you, mate. So that was Charles and Luke. Thank you to both of you for coming on to this episode of the podcast. And if you have any questions following anything you've heard, then you can reach the school by visiting www.ipswitch.school. Now, if you haven't followed this podcast channel yet, then now is the time to do so, because then when the next episode comes out, it just means you get a small notification to let you know that it's there. And that means you won't miss it. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.